In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is born. We say these words proclaiming the birth of Christ for the last time this year as today is the apodosis or the leave-taking of the feast of the nativity. And it's also the beginning of the celebration of another event in our Lord's life, and that was <clears throat> the Feast of Epiphany, or Theophany, as we know it, where he willingly, voluntarily, as the Synexarion says, as the words of the church say, and humbly submitted himself to be baptized in the River Jordan, in the waters of the Jordan River, by none other than his cousin, John the Baptist. So in between this feast and celebration of the Nativity and the feast and celebration of Theophany, we hear today the Gospel reading the Sunday before Theophany about none other than John the Baptist, because it was John the Baptist who proclaimed the coming of the Lord. He was the messenger that Isaiah, the prophet, hundreds of years before referred to in his book, in his prophecy about John the Baptist. Now we know from many lessons, Sunday school or otherwise, that the prophets were raised up from the people, the people of Israel, for the sole purpose to remind, to remind in a very strong way the people that they had lost their way, that they had strayed from the path, that they were on the wrong way, if you will. And Isaiah speaks about this in his prophecy about the highway of God, the highway, the right way, the way that was straight, the way of the Lord, the way that the people should follow and stay on, to stay true, to stay honest, to stay in the right way toward the kingdom of heaven. And this is what John, the last prophet of the Old Testament, as we know, said so strongly. He spoke truth with power. He spoke truth so strongly that it made the people feel uncomfortable. In fact, as we know, it led to his martyrdom, to his death, because he spoke so strongly against the ruling power, the royalty of the day, that they were not living their life according to the ways of the Lord. So John spoke and preached two messages, a message of repentance, which we know from the Greek word metanoite means literally to take a U-turn. You're going the wrong way. Again, about the way we are going, it's the wrong way to turn from this way. 
to understand the right way and to follow the right way. And then a baptism for forgiveness of sins. Now we know that John baptized, which his baptism, if you will, the baptism that he practiced was analogous or similar to confession that we have today. But the baptism that he pointed to in the Lord, and this is why he said in his humility, there's one coming after me that's greater than, than I am that will baptize you not for the forgiveness of sins as the way I have, but that he will offer you and bring a different baptism, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, not an external cleansing, but a full internal change of life. Again, this repentance where we turn from the way that we are in this world to the way that we are called to be as followers of Christ. This was the message of John the Baptist. Theophany that we will celebrate shows us that Jesus Christ, who was born in the flesh for our salvation in his nativity, was not merely a great religious teacher or moral prophet, as some have said and still say to this day. Certainly he was all of that. He is truly God. And this was his message to the people that were closest to him, his disciples, to Mary Magdalene and to Mary, the other Mary, and to the others, Mary and Martha, and all those that were closest to him, he continuously, he constantly gave this message to them that he was not the one that some people thought he was, that they were looking for, but he was truly God. He came to change not what was happening in the world. He came to change the people, to change each and every one of us. And when that change occurs, when that takes place in each and every one of us, then the world around us will change. It starts with us. This is what John the Baptist said, and it made people feel uncomfortable. This is what the prophets said, and it made people feel uncomfortable. This is what the saints, men and women throughout the history of the church have said, even to their own death, and it made people feel uncomfortable. This is the message that we have for us, and it may make us feel uncomfortable. Speaking the truth with power, speaking the truth with love, knowing the truth and living it in our lives. Indeed, it will make the world feel uncomfortable because it's contrary to the, what the world is teaching and what the world is living and the, what the world is doing all around us. So our Lord willingly submitted himself into the waters of the Jordan. And by transforming, and we know this from the prayers that we'll hear next weekend uh, in, in the uh, celebration of Epiphany, by transforming even to the point that the waters of the Jordan reversed their course, he showed us how we should be. And he fulfilled his promise. He fulfilled the promises of God, rather, in himself 
by, by submitting himself to these very same things that we do now because it's a, a gift, an offer for us to change our lives, to turn around, to you turn in our lives and to follow the straight path that John speaks about today. Following the path to the heavenly kingdom. Following the path that Christ himself followed, even to the point of his own crucifixion, even to the point of giving his own life so that we may be reunited with him. It's not too late for any of us. We have the opportunity ourselves to prayerfully commit our lives each and every day, each moment, each second to Christ. That is the gift of his birth and that is the promise of his death and his resurrection. That is the evidence of Christ and his kingdom which is at work still here today in this church, in you and in me. Every time that we repent, every time that we pray, every time that we boldly proclaim and witness his truth, this is the call to repentance. This is the call that John made. This is the call that the prophets before him made. This is the call of the saints throughout the history of the church. And this is the call of the church today to each and every one of us. I pray that you will celebrate a most blessed new year filled with the grace and the light and the mercy that you may bear the fruit of the kingdom in your life and that through your life, through your life, others too may come to be born anew in the waters and the spirit of baptism. Amen.